viewpoint and opinion shared on Jerry Unfiltered is a culmination of over 20 years of personal experiential knowledge and research into the unification of science and consciousness known as quantum morphogenetic physics, which is a paradigm shifting disruptive science not taught in the mainstream public educational systems. The intention of Jerry Unfiltered is simple, to awaken, to be aware, and to be able to reclaim the original, perpetual life, celestial human potential. Dr. Jer Rivero Duhenio, and I want to welcome, first of all, all of our listeners from all around this finite life planet, uh, and I also want to welcome all of the new listeners that, for some reason, are here for the first time, and it's not by coincidence that if you are here for the first time, and that you found this podcast, it's not by coincidence, okay? There is no such thing as coincidence. Something in your intron DNA, which is what science erroneously calls junk, we call it potential intron DNA, something in your DNA resonates with what we're all about here on Jerry Unfiltered. And I'm very confident and glad to share this Base 12 Eternal Life information. And I believe that uh, we are the only ones currently on planet that are sharing this type of information. You know, there's a lot of podcast episodes out there for your choosing. I know there are thousands, if not millions of them. And not one of them doesn't matter if they're talking about spirituality, self-help, manifestation, etc., etc. None of those 100% of those podcasts do not talk about what I share on this podcast. And that is base 12 eternal life information. Now, you're probably wondering what base 12 eternal life information is. And it's simply information that originates from first creation process. And first creation process is never meant to end. It's meant to be perpetual and eternal. And anything that is perpetual and eternal carries what's called 
a base 12 code. And that base 12 code is the intimate connection to source consciousness field. And no one out there even cares to talk about this, or maybe they don't even know. So it is not by coincidence you are here, new listener. And this episode I felt was apropos because what we're going to share on this podcast episode has to do with co-creating the art of relationships. And it's not just any relationship, whether it's a friend, lover, family, coworker. What I'm talking about is co-creating the art of sacred relationships. Are you with me? And why not, right? Think about it. Your whole entire life is filled and made up with relationships, okay? Your whole entire hologram is made up of relationships with your family, yourself, your friends, your coworkers, even strangers, right? So if you really, really sit and ponder this fact that our whole entire hologram or life is made up of relationships. Now, for most of my adult life pre-2000, right, I was in relationships, whether it be with friends, family, business, especially when it came to partners, right? All of my relationships, I found myself vampiring energy, okay? Whether it's vampiring energy from my family, friends, forget about, uh, you know, romantic relationships, because that was one big energetic vampiring let's say, situation. Now, what do I mean by vampiring? Okay, simply, vampiring is exactly what you hear. I would consciously or oftentimes unconsciously feed, siphon, drain, vampire energy from that relationship, right? And it really didn't matter what kind of relationship I'm talking about, right? I was always, let's say, determined and focused on manipulating, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, siphoning energy emotionally from that relationship, right? And I was literally, pre-2000, right? I was literally on a search for something outside myself, right? And not only that, my elementals that run the emotional body in my system was looking to feed off of others, right? Because our elementals are exactly what I just said. They're the elements that make up the human body, right? Hydrogen, oxygen, carbon, etc., etc. 
And it wasn't really until September 10th of 2000. It wasn't until my transfer of consciousness experience. It's also known as the near-death experience, but that's erroneous because there's nothing near death about a transfer of consciousness experience. I literally experience my consciousness transforming and transiting from the physical into its innate original form, which is energy or consciousness, right? And it wasn't till after when I came back, when let's say I was Jerry 2.0, there was that upgrade of consciousness that came back into this physical body that I realized that every single relationship that I had had to do with ways to energetically vampire, siphon energy off those people. Now, you're probably wondering, well, what, how do you, you know, Dr. Jerry, what do you mean vampire? Like, were you drinking their blood? No. There is this thing called the finite life. I call it the vampire mutation. It's also known as the metatronic mutation. It is also known as the fib of no chi meditation. And this is the cold, hard truth. Every single person on this planet, whether you're a vegan, vegetarian, keto, whatever, we need to actually feed off other life forms in order to survive. Are you with me? Because if we didn't, without either, either drinking or eating, we wouldn't live very long, right? Even our whole entire machinery, right, is based on vampiring because our machines need fuel, whether it's solar, wind, hydro, petrol. It all needs external fuel to operate and run as we homo sapien too, humans need fuel to survive and operate, right? And it wasn't always this way. Humans were originally intended to be perpetual self-regenerating, self-sustaining beings that didn't need to consume other life forms, right? There is this process this base 12 eternal process called solar synthesis, which is literally not just existing on the beneficial rays from the sun. It's actually breathing in frequency, energy through our skin, right? And that energy and frequency is also known as consciousness. And that's free. Last time I checked, right? However, something was done to our DNA 250,000 years ago 
right? And we all know who they are, the Anunnaki. They came in and they tampered with the current hominid form at that time. But here is the disinformation. It wasn't us. When I say us, I'm talking about people that have potential for eternal life, albeit indigo, crystal beings. And what does that mean? It means something in your DNA is special, right? Most humans on this planet, they birth with, if they're lucky, three strands of their DNA active. Indigos birth in with at least, at least six strands of their DNA active. Crystal children, let's give them nine strands of DNA active, right? So, you know, if you're an indigo or you're a crystal or you are a being that has eternal life potentiality because you're here, you're listening to this podcast because I'm not doing this podcast because I want to do a podcast because there's everyone, there's thousands, millions of podcasts out there, right? The whole purpose of this podcast is to transmit to the whole entire planet, anyone out there that has the potential of a six strand or DNA higher to pick up the activations that is running through this podcast and all of the other previous podcast episodes, right? Now, you're probably wondering, well, okay, well, if the Anunnaki tampered with, let's say, regular humans, right? Well, why did they do that? Well, they did it because they needed to feed. They need energy. It doesn't matter what you think or you heard or, you know, you say, Anunnaki's cannot activate their DNA higher than 11.5 strands or 11.5 dimensions of reality. It's just not in their DNA template. Okay? So, let's get back to the task at hand. What if I were to share with you? It's possible to co-create sacred vampire-free relationships in your life. Would you be interested in me sharing that? Because if you are listening to this podcast, then there's something in your hologram or your life that needs this information, that resonates with this information, right? One of your relationships, whether it's friends, family, co-workers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's one of your relationships that is most likely a vampiring relationship, okay? And even some of you that are married, right, may find yourself in relationships where you feel drained, right? It doesn't matter how much you think you love your partner, your husband, your wife. You feel drained, right? Now, do you think that is normal to an eternal life 
collective or being. It is not, right? And we all have these relationships in our hologram. You know, even animals and plants have these types of relationship. But let me ask you this. Do any of you even remotely even think about that one relationship that we fail to culture, cultivate, culture, nourish? And that one relationship is with source, our, the source consciousness field, I call it, right? Reconnecting, re-remembering, and reintegrating with that relationship starts with what we have within ourselves, okay? Yeah, most people are, you're probably saying, well, what do you mean, Dr. Jerry, you're talking about God? Whatever label you want to attach to, it for you, so be it. All I'm saying is, if you want to begin to start co-creating a base 12 eternal sacred relationship, it all starts with you and your connection to source consciousness field. Now, remember this. You are the projector of your own reality. And I know there are many of you that are probably in relationships that may be a, a bit abusive, etc., etc. But I hate to break the news to you, you can change that. Well, I let me just put it this way. You're causing that. You're co-creating that reality. Okay? And I'm going to give you something that you can apply to your life and change that because the human body is a living, breathing, holographic projection machine, right? As the neurological structure, our neurological structures process the DNA codes, right? The human will perceive outside themselves right, our three-dimensional reality, the images, the situations, and events of our lives are all programmed within what I call our potential intron DNA, all right? Everything out there is a holographic projection, right? Your situation, your life, relationships, now, bear with me, but consciousness projects, okay? We see our life, our hologram, what is held within our DNA. So the hologram is our three-dimensional reality, what you would call life or life experience. Now, I want you to remember this very carefully. If your consciousness is the camera, right? Or the projector, you can change the filters, right? Beliefs and belief systems are nothing more than ideas, okay? And ideas 
turn into sound patterns of scalar electromagnetic frequency, right? When they're in the body. And if your beliefs or belief systems and things that you choose to honor with your mind, your consciousness, if they're not in source alignment as far as creating joy, peace, harmony, guess what's going to happen? It will literally cre like create blockages in your personal morphogenetic field. And that will block your not only your ability to connect with higher levels of yourself, but it will block your evolution of consciousness. Are you with me? Because think about it. Do you even know who you are, right? Most people live their entire lives, right, in their three-dimensional hologram, chasing the success of your job, chasing the success of having that perfect family, that perfect relationship, but not once. How many of you out there know who you are prior to coming into your mother's womb? How many of you know where you originally come from, right? And not, not you know, I'm not saying, oh, just because you know you're coming from Sirius B, what race line? Is it on the Torre or Dore side, the electrical or magnetic side, right? And most people don't even know where they're going. So you must come clean and ask yourself, do you have a relationship with yourself? Do you have a relationship with source or whatever divine label you call it? Do you honor? Do you nourish? Do you actually cultivate that relationship moment to moment? Because I can tell you right now, the most important relationship that you can have is that relationship with source consciousness field. Okay? And it's only through one's own self-love that you can begin to reconnect with yourself. But more importantly, it's reconnecting with source. My relationship with source is primary and everything else is secondary. And if you can remember that, if you can make your relationship with the divine primary, every other relationship will fall into place in divine right order, divine right timing, and divine right balance. Now, if you are the type that's seeking love on the outside, right? Oh, I got to have that trophy wife, or I got to have that husband that makes seven figures a year. If you're seeking that type of love in order to fulfill some type of personal lack, right? If you're seeking that type of love, you automatically enter that relationship as an energy vampire. Are you with me? If you are seeking, let's say, you know, more money, more fame, right? More success. It doesn't matter what relationship within those arenas you are coming across. 
you will be an energy vampire because that type of person is seeking a replacement, a, a fill-in, a filler for your personal source consciousness connection, right? And you're doing that unknowingly, right? By vampiring and tapping into that source connection that's embodied with other people, other beings. So let's define first self-love because most people think, oh, you know, um, well, I love myself. Oh, really? Because self-love is not what you think. It's not just loving yourself. It is our own responsibility to love and nurture ourselves through the endless, limitless gift of the divine spirit that moves through us every single moment, right? And genuine love must come from within and can only come through genuine, genuine consciousness connection to source. And let's define love because everyone has this twisted, right? Love is not an emotion. Emotion is scalar electromagnetic magnetic energy in motion. Are you with me? Love is the co-resonance of frequency harmonization. It's literally a co-resonancy of frequency. Either you resonate with someone, something, or you don't. And once this is recognized, you will have the greatest love. We call it source love. You'll have the greatest love and you can go into the world gifting this. Are you with me? So that is self-love. And you're probably wondering, well, what do you mean Love is a co-resonance co of frequency harmonization. Uh, last time I checked, everybody, we are energy beings, okay? We all step down from consciousness. We are consciousness energy beings. And both men and women are transmitters and receivers of frequency. Now, if you're in a female body, you will tend to be more magnetic, meaning your, your ability to accrete or pull in frequency. Doesn't mean that you cannot transmit, right, energy, but your strength will be pulling, drawing, accreting frequency. Now, if you're in a male body, your innate Strength will be in transmitting energy or transmitting frequencies, right? And men and women were meant to be divine equal beings, okay? In equal, sta in equal standing. <laughs> there none, no one was higher than, than the other, okay? It doesn't matter what you have been taught or believe. 
Men and women were created as divine beings of equal standing. And the only difference when you are in, let's say, gender, is of polarity, not value, right? Each polarity, male and female, has its strength. Male is more electrical, with a positive charge and energy. Female, more magnetic, more with a negative charge, right? So when we start to embrace, right, the concept of polarity, we then come to realize and remember that our power, our ability to love, to manifest and materialize, this all is shared within unifying the polarities. Are you with me? Now, the male electrical polarity, like I said earlier, has a slight advantage as far as pushing in or transmitting frequency. The female has a slight advantage in receiving or pulling frequency. They're more magnetic. Now, without being able to pull in higher oscillating frequencies that females are very versed at doing, if you can't do this, you wouldn't able to undergo the process of higher identity accretion right, which is integrating with your higher levels of conscious identity, right? Now, there is an original intention of unification of male and female, okay? And the original intention of unification of the male and female was the recognition. It was recognizing each other's strengths and knowing that if you integrated, you blended the two together, you would have a unified power of a balanced harmony, a pull and a balanced push, right? The male would push, transmit frequency, and this would amplify the female. The female would receive the amplification coming from the male, and it would be a beautiful symphony, a harmony of energy, right? Because men and women were intended to accelerate each other's evolution, okay? Now, you're probably wondering if you're, you know, in a, if you are in a same-sex relationship, well, one of you is more male, electrical, and the other one is more female, are you not? So it doesn't matter if you're in a same-sex relationship. Now, there used to be a divine order, let's say, to the sexual union between male and female, right? Between the polarities. The male and females, right, were intended to accelerate each other's integration of identities. Now, through certain, let's say, belief systems or certain, you know, knowledge bases, 
what happened was the male and female began fighting, right? Vying for that power from each other. People began to use sex and sexual unions in very inappropriate ways to siphon energy, right? And you can see it today. In today's world, how much sex trafficking, right? Sexual abuse, all of this adrenochrome, right? People, you know, I don't even go, want to go into it, but people doing really disgusting things sexually in order to siphon energy. And this, all this does is it, it creates more distortions within the DNA, right? And forget about trying to integrate higher levels of your consciousness because if you think by engaging in uh, these type of, um, let's say, finite life, vampiring activities that you're going to connect with your higher self. Yeah, you're going to connect with yourself as that dark fallen avatar. <laughs> okay? Now, you got to remember, remember what I'm saying at the core of your DNA. Okay? Because co-creating the art of relationships has to do with knowing how to blend your fields with another now it doesn't have to be sexually this is not what i'm talking about okay because when i'm talking about sacred field blending you know what i'm talking about is you know your fields you prepare your fields. You watch what you eat. You're mindful of your thoughts. You're mindful of your emotions, right? And you should be mindful about who you're around. Because when you are in close proximity to someone, let's just say, oh, I don't know, one foot to 12 feet, you're literally in other people's fields, okay? Now, that may not be a very pleasant thought because, you know, especially if you're on a train in a subway and you're jam-packed in a, you know, one of the, you know, one of the uh, train lines with thousands of people, right? You don't know, you do not know the other person's fields. You don't know what they're thinking unless you have higher sensory perceptions turned on. But think about that. Start to be more mindful about who you share your fields with, even your friends, right? Your family, your co-workers. Because once, once in the distant past, this information was commonplace. People realized that when you were around someone, your fields would blend, right? When you... The universe, the cosmos, and source were literally coming together as one, right? It doesn't, doesn't have to be a sexual act, right? It was a sacred field-blending act, right? And honestly, whether you are 
in a relationship or not, you must start to be mindful and approach who you're around, you know, in a sacred manner. Always be mindful of your thoughts about your emotions, right? Because this all builds up frequency in your body that you can give and share with one another, right? Now, how does this relate to, let's say, if you wanted to blend fields with your partner? Well, at one point, there were people, couples, it would take days, right, prior to coming into the Sexual Union Act, right? They would be mindful about their thoughts, food, emotions, etc., etc. And then there was a time where this sacred act, this sacred field blending would take place, but it wasn't a siphoning. It was a sharing of energy between partners, right? The partners would come together physically, emotionally, mentally, through breath work, eternal life breath work. The partner's DNA templates would morphogenetically merge. And this occurs whether a physical body is involved or not. Right? Sure, you can have physical sex, but did you know that you can have morphogenetic field blending without even touching that person? Right? This sacred field blending it used to bring us to and through the planetary solar system and galactic systems all the way back to source, right? That sacred field blending, when the two would come together to become three, right? And that three becomes one. And that two becoming three, it's you, your partner, and source. And you all become one in that sacred field blending union. That was true, true sacred relationship. Right? So, and I want you to remember, there was a time when people would remember this. They would know this information, right? They were mindful about who their fields were blending with. Right? Not just with their partners, but with their friends, co-workers, family. This really involves high levels of consciousness, everyone. And if you want to co-create the art of sacred relationship, it all starts with your consciousness. Where is your consciousness stationed currently? Right? It's stationed in that 3D reality. Are you stationed in just, you know, your first and second chakras, right? In order to attain higher levels of conscious identity, you must open and integrate all levels of your chakras, not, and forgive me, but there's more than seven chakras in the body. There's at least nine in the body. Everyone forgets chakras eight and nine, and then you have six more outside the body, right? 
Now, sacred field blending always involves sharing your DNA codes with the other person. So be mindful of who you're around. And it takes a level of self-sovereignty, right? And you're probably wondering, well, what is that? Self-sovereignty is the key in any type of relationship, right? It's that knowingness, that direct cognition, knowing that you are a being that doesn't feed off of others, that you don't need to feed off of others. And you do this with that higher level of conscious identity, knowing that you choose by free will, right? And the challenge with any type of connection, right, is that most of us don't even know how to be self-sovereign beings. We think that we need others or we need things in our hologram to be happy, to be content. Self-sovereignty means that you really aren't seeking anything except that connection and that relationship with source. That should be it, right? Because take a look at yourself in the mirror and see. Be honest with yourself. Do this exercise. Take a look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, do you love yourself? Is there self-love going on in that mirror as you look at that mirror right now? Now, primarily, people, right, don't even realize that they have karmic miasmic imprints which prevent us from, let's say, attaining that sacred relationship. And these karmic miasmic imprints have to do with thoughts, actions, choices that you may or may not have made in previous incarnations, and this one included. So, by looking at yourself in the mirror, really, really ask, do you have that relationship with source, right? Do you have that self-love in you, right? And ask yourself, if you don't, what is the karmic miasmic imprint that is preventing me from my connection with source, right? Miasms are generated by you and let's say by your partners. <laughs> you know, that's why I always say every single person that you, let's say, physically, sexually come in contact with, you take on their karmic miasmic imprints Okay, and if you do not know the base 12 eternal life scalar energy techniques to clear said 
karmic miasmic imprints. Um, you're going to walk around, you know, for those that, let's say, have multiple partners or multiple sexual, you know, relationships, you are literally walking around as a compounded personality walking and bearing all of your other lovers karmic miasmic imprints okay and that is a challenge if you want to if you ever want to co-create a sacred relationship that all needs to be cleared right and I know it's not easy, right? Relationships aren't easy. And some of you may be wondering or pondering, well, it, that sounds great, Dr. Jerry, but you know, <laughs> that, you know, I haven't had success in relationships and, and that's okay too. You know, it's okay where you are in your hologram, in your life, with your relationships. You may, think you're in a relationship that has been fantastic in terms of 3D reality, right? You think you're in love, but are you in self-love? Are you both in self-love? Is your partner in self-love? Is your partner self-sovereign? Is your partner a non-vampire, right? These are all things that one start, you know, you should start to um, really, really process right? But do it in and with humility, okay? Because when you start to expand your consciousness, when you start to want to create that sacred relationship, you expand that knowing that you are part of source, right? And you are not looking anything outside of source to fulfill you. And you do this, you know, with humility in reference to all life, all relationships, all people, right? And this is the result of knowing yourself as a spark of source, right? Because if you desire to really, really embody the reality or the potentiality of an eternal life being, then loving, reverent respect given genuinely through gentle humility is an attitude you might want to have. <laughs> you know? All beings, after all, are sparks of source, right? Now, I want to touch upon this paradox of free will for a moment. Because... This has to do with cause and effect, right? Allowance and balance, right? And cosmic order was designed to express the original eternal intention of a perpetual motion, eternal life, love-based free will creation, okay? And this is also known as the path of the eternal, right? Or the path of divine love and this path of order right is the preference of source consciousness field right and 
the true representatives of source will encourage but never force the divine right of free will, the use of free will choice, right? Many people want to know, well, how do you create your karma? Well, it's through opposite expression of free will choice, right? The choice is always yours as an individuated manifest expression of source consciousness field we come in with that power of creation right we can create humans through our sexual energy our choices are the tools by which our experiential reality is created individually collectively we are the creations of our experientially manifest choices right now there is also you know when we're talking about the paradox of free will there's also the law of reciprocity right and i touched upon this very gently or you know earlier and this law of reciprocity is really the laws of cause and effect you know you, you know you reap what you will sow or what comes around goes around correct right this is the dynamic mechanics of reciprocity and the cosmos was designed to be a self-sustaining self regenerating rebalancing system and all of this is important and one of the keys to a successful relationship whether it's family friends lovers workers is allowing the balance of power right it's allowance in a relationship there should be a frequency balance between the male and the female energy if there's too much electrical or male energy and not enough magnetic female energy and vice versa you're gonna have an imbalance of energies would you not and this imbalance leads to a disharmonic distorted relationship think about it in your current relationship right now right is there an imbalance of energy with you and your partner right is one taking too much energy one not giving enough energy and take a cold hard look at it just don't you know say oh well maybe no really take a look at your current relationship and say hmm what's going on here is there a, a distortion is there a balance you know a, a distortion in my relationship when it comes to energy you know, and there these natural organic laws of reciprocity allowance right and balance these are all collectively known as the laws of divine love and allowance is for me the most massive lesson that i'm currently experiencing in my hologram at the moment because no matter how much you think or feel that you love someone you are not responsible i am not responsible for the choices 
that others make. You are only responsible for your own. And allowance means truly embodying this. Are you with me? So I just wanted to touch upon that. And really, the goal for wanting to co-create a sacred relationship has to do with at one and absolute love. And in terms of a felt experience, at one mint creates the feeling of absolute love, unconditional love, the quality of love that, let's say, the mind of source experiences towards all of its manifestations. Everything exists within the mind of source and exists in a perpetual state of vibrational co-resonance or absolute love with all, right? And that feeling of love is the result of the condition of vibrational harmonization or the co-resonance of consciousness between the lover and the beloved. Right? And if you have no idea what I have been talking about, remember this. Ask yourself, where is the love? When you choose at one mint with source, you will know love. You will know that co-resonance of frequency harmonization. Right? And many of you, perhaps, that are relationship challenged or just have a hard time opening your heart, right? Because you'll hear people talk about open your heart. No, you don't open your heart. You opened your consciousness, right? You get to that state of consciousness coherence where your consciousness is in expansion with and integrated with your higher levels of conscious identity in your physical body. So you open your consciousness, your mind, and you blend it with your heart. Because let's face it, love is the most bastardized words on the planet, right? They'll tell you, certain teachings will tell you, oh, you must open your heart, love everyone, we're all one. Yeah, okay? Embrace, you know, your heart. Do not be a fool, okay? Your heart is connected to your fourth heart chakra, which is connected to your astral body field. And when you give the command to yourself, open your heart, you're just literally opening yourself up to, let's say, biological energetic possession, which I've touched upon in previous episodes. You're, when you open your heart, without protecting your fields. You are literally saying, please take me, body snatch me, okay? This is, it's a trick of the syntax, of the words. And those that want to vampire energy from you know the power of words. So remember, words give scalar electromagnetic commands to your body to your personal morphogenetic fields and your dna and when you tell yourself whether mentally or 
audibly, I want to open my heart. You are inviting anything and everything that is finite life that wants the vampire energy into your hologram. You are giving the scalar electromagnetic signal to let every single foreign entity into the from the astral field to let's say take resonance <laughs> in your body okay and that's not what we're talking about here we're not talking we're not saying to you oh you must open your heart it's bullshit because if people are telling you that they don't they don't understand quantum morphogenetic physics they don't really understand the connection between the chakras not chakras right chakras and the higher dimensions because i want you to remember something love right that frequency that co-resonance co of frequency harmonization love is built upon commitment and principle that means you love that person, that thing, whatever it is. It doesn't mean that you bend to it if it's not in your own best interest, right? Love is firm in principle. So when we're talking about love, we're talking about the true source love, right? Lust is not love. <laughs> okay this is not wanting somebody because you want to have great sex sometimes love is saying well there are consequences to your actions no matter how much you are loved do you love enough to say no if something is not good for you do you have the balls to say no to your partner that is somehow emotionally destroying your life Sometimes no, many times no, will do something to protect you from yourself and to protect you from others. Are you with me? So it's very important. You know, if this is all new information <laughs> for most of you, right? You're wondering, well, this guy's, you know, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about, but it feels right. Go back and listen to this and listen to the energy behind my words, right? If you're not even sure half the things I'm sharing, just go back to the energy behind my words because that's where you'll find my intention, right? Words are powerful. But the energy behind words is even more powerful because that is where you will feel truth, okay? And for many of you, if you're more, if you are interested in perhaps learning more about how to co-create the art of sacred relationships, I invite you to reach out to me. Just email me, right? Info at therasha.com. Info at therasha.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-S-H-A.com. And I'll answer you, right? Because what I don't want is you to just say, well, this sounds like, you know, some type of 
science fiction or let's just say <laughs> something beyond reality, right? Well, this is all real. I want you to know everything that I've shared with you in terms of morphogenetic field physics is a reality. I want to send everyone out there the highest source love, the state of co-resonance of frequency harmonization that you could possibly embody in your life.